0: it's monday december 18th 2023 this is political woman i'm gloria moraga please subscribe please follow me on tiktok and youtube visit my website gloriamoraga.com i have political morsels posted there trying now to post every day gearing up babies the time is now get ready to vote blue In this podcast, I'm going to count the ways and why we need to vote blue. It's a warning, a clear and present danger. Donald Trump is a racist. He's right out about it. And you know, I hate using the F word, but Donald Trump is a fascist. He's embracing it. He's shouting it from the rooftops. He's quoting Hitler's Mein Kampf. It's a nightmare, people. Here's what he said this weekend. We got a lot of work to do. You know, when they let, I think the real number is 15, 16 million people into our country, when they do that, we got a lot of work to do. They're poisoning the blood of our country. That's what they've done. They poison mental institutions and prisons all over the world, not just in South America, not just the three or four countries that we think about. But all over the world, they're coming into our country from Africa, from Asia, all over the world. They're pouring into our country. Nobody's even looking at them. They just come in. Uh, the crime is going to be tremendous. That was in New Hampshire on Saturday, December 18th. Trump clearly telling us what he is and who he is. Are you listening? Clearly, he's trying to scare people into voting for him. I pray he scares us all enough to vote for Joe Biden, because right now, Joe Biden is our only hope. Besides quoting Hitler, here's what Trump said the next day in Reno, Nevada. Invoke the Alien Enemies Act to remove all known or suspected gang members, drug dealers, or cartel members from the United States. Ending the scourge of illegal alien gang violence once and for all. So Trump is using Hitler's rhetoric to applause. The crowds are applauding him. And there is not a single word against Trump from other Republicans. Not one effing word. And you can take that effing any way you like. I... Just continue, my friends, to be stunned and saddened by what is happening in America. Why is this okay? Why is this okay? Please ask yourself why you hate America so much that you would vote for a man like Donald Trump. Now, I doubt any of Trump's followers are listening to me. But it's our responsibility, the rest of us, the normal people, to talk about this and to convince our fellow citizens that this man is wrong. He's wrong on every level. And when I hear, like I have, because I'm listening and watching, people talk about the damn opinion polls that hispanics are going to vote for trump or latinos are going to vote for trump my blood runs cold it's like the devil is walking over my grave and actually as an aside i looked that phrase up because i've said it before and i wanted to know if it comes from the bible or if it where it comes from and it's from old folklore it's old folklore that when you get a chill, when you get really upset and scared about something, it's as if, according to the old folklore, that the devil is walking over your future grave. Well, I'm going to be cremated. <laughs> I do not want to be buried. And I am going to be cremated and my ashes scattered and I'm hoping I told my daughter, please just try to get some of my ashes scattered in the Pentagon City Mall <laughs> in Washington, D.C. I loved that mall. I love that mall. I spent a lot of time there. I used to go there my days off, watch the movies. They have a movie theater in the basement. All right, back to Hispanics because I had to digress because I don't believe it. I don't believe it. When I hear. Latin immigrants like Trump. It's unbelievable to me. And all I can say is, my friends, get ready to pack up. Pack your bags, make sure you pick out whatever belongings you can carry because we are all going to go to the camps if Trump wins. He's right out talking about this. He's got someone he's put in charge of this, Trump is going to put us in camps and they are preparing for it. Now, don't think that you're going to be spared because you say, oh, well, it's not going to be me. Am I saying I'm third generation? My parents were born here. My grandparents immigrated here. And, you know, truth be told, California, where I live, belonged to Mexico until bloody wars from the white man took the state away from us so truth be told this is my land we're not going to be spared we're going to be rounded up this is this is what they did to the jews read history that's not how it works you're not going to be spared because you voted for trump all right yes i'm ranting i am ranting But let's continue with immigrants. The US border is a nightmare. I don't understand why, because we are spending a ton of money on the border. So, this is a bigger question. This is a bigger story. And I've just gathered information from everywhere. I've looked at all of the legislation that's pending. But, you know, they don't talk about this legislation. They're talking about Ukraine security and Ukraine money. We have facts on that, but the border bill is very vague because Republicans are trying to gut what Biden wants to do and vice versa. You know, Republicans kind of want to go back to what some of the things that Trump did and Biden doesn't want to do that. So... Trump is trying to scare everybody by baking the comments about immigrants. Immigrant hating and immigrant baiting. Obviously, my friends, all of the immigrants at the border are not from mental institutions or from prisons. But that is a soundbite. That is messaging that works for him and works for Republicans. It's a messaging tactic. All that said, our border policy sucks, and it has for years. They're just grabbing it and using it. So right now, a group of senators did not go home for the holidays. They are working right now to work out a compromise. And it's up and it's down. It's, they come out of meetings, and they're hopeful. They say they're making progress. And then it's like, well, it's not going to happen this year. And honestly, it's great that they're trying, but it doesn't really matter, my friends, because the house is in recess. And rather than me blather on and get all angry, this is a quote from the New York Times. The story is called A Historical and Hysterical House please after a tumultuous year. And I'll just read a little bit from that article. Quote: The Republican-led House of Representatives concluded a year of paralysis and dysfunction on Thursday, with the latest in a string of failures to act on a pressing crisis, leaving undone a sweeping emergency spending measure to send another infusion of money to Ukraine for its war against Russia. It was a startling outcome, but also a fitting finale for one of the most tumultuous and unproductive legislative years in recent memory, characterized by Republican infighting and a tiny majority that left House GOP leaders toiling to do even the bare minimum of governing. The inability to reach any agreement with the Senate to bolster a key U.S. ally that is facing off against President Vladimir V. Putin of Russia, even as clear majorities in the House and the Senate strongly support doing so, only underscored the disarray. Never mind that the House left town without making a dent in a pile of unfinished work on spending legislation to keep the government funded and was planning to return after New Year's with only eight working days left to avoid a partial shutdown if they fail to complete it, unquote. What the hell? And then someone was talking today, so that's the end of the quote from the New York Times. Someone was talking today about, on one of the shows, about how they've hardly worked at all this year. And that's what I was looking for. I was looking for the number of days they've actually worked or done anything. And it's not very much because it was all that time, you know, to elect a speaker. And then they got McCarthy and then they didn't like McCarthy. then there was all that time to elect a new speaker. And then um, they took Halloween off. They acted like Halloween was a major holiday. Wow. These are Republicans running the place. All right. Just be clear. This is how Republicans are running the United States House of Representatives. It's a sham and it's a scam. I mean, honestly, we pay them a lot of money to work and they should at least, a handful of them, like the Senate, should be negotiating so that when they come back to work next year, they can have information to share with others in their caucus. But no, they're not doing it. They're not doing it. No, uh, the Speaker... Johnson said, well, when we come back, yes, we're going to have to uh, get up to speed on what you're doing. Well, why aren't you doing it now? What are you doing now that you can't do it? It's shocking and it's a waste of our money. That's our money. So that's what's going on with the border. That's what's going on with aid to Ukraine as we're trying to fight a dictator. You know, he's just as happy as anything. That the Republicans, that, that those MAGAs, that little group of people, are working for Russia. And don't think that this is what Trump wants. This is exactly what Trump is telling them to do. He's running them. He's in charge of them. And it's a crime. And actually, there was another big story that came out, and I'm not even going to get into it here because it's too in-depth, about... A folder that disappeared that has top, top secret information that was last seen in the hands of Mark Meadows? And you know it's Trump's got it. And what is it? And what's in it? And are we at risk? Of course we are. Of course we are. You know why? Because our troops are in peril because of this stuff. Now, I consider that me. Back to the border bill. Here is what Senate Democrats want. And this is from some of the information I got from the Senate website. We have been clear that congressional Republicans need to stop playing political games with border security and provide the resources our law enforcement personnel need to keep the Southwest border secure and stop the flow of fentanyl into the United States. So this is the request from Senate Democrats, and this is what they want. One, resources for an additional 1,300 Border Patrol agents to work alongside the 20,000 agents already funded in the fiscal year 2024 budget. So they want to add 1,300 Border Patrol agents. Two, 375 immigration judge teams to strengthen immigration court system, the largest incremental request ever. Three, 1,600 asylum officers to speed up processing of asylum claims. Four, funding to hire 1,000 Customs and Border Protection officers with a focus on counter fentanyl. Five, equip southwest border ports of entry with new cutting-edge detection technology. Six, as well as additional investigative capabilities to prevent cartels from trafficking fentanyl into the United States. Now, sounds great to me, but at the center of the debate, Republicans want stricter border security measures, including tightened restrictions on asylum seekers and the reintroduction of some Trump era immigration policies in exchange for approving additional funding to help Ukraine. So that's kind of what's at stake here. And it's where the two sides differ. Democrats wanna do all these things to shore up the border. Republicans via Trump want to punish and titan asylum seekers. They don't, it's just, they're not having it. They don't, just don't want them here because they're, as Trump said, from loony bins and, you know, killers. It's not going to happen this year. As much as I applaud Chuck Schumer and other leaders from trying to make it happen, it's not going to happen. And when the House comes back, they're so, they're so bad. It's going to take them forever to gear up. And they don't want to do it. They want, it's almost like they want Putin to win. And the people who are smart and know that Putin shouldn't win because it's going to hurt democracy in the world, they're just not standing up for what's right. So before I go, before I wrap up, in other news, I wanna share that Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss, the two innocent election workers who were hounded out of their jobs and their lives and their homes by Trump cult followers, won a $148 million defamation lawsuit against Rudy Giuliani last week, yay little guys win one and they say they're not finished you know i was concerned at one point that rudy giuliani doesn't have enough money to pay these women now of course he's going to appeal and of course an appeals court might rule that they should get less money you know whatever they say that's not the point the money will help compensate for some of the things that they've gone through well, I was concerned he didn't have enough money and then I've been reading articles, I've been searching. He apparently owns property, Rudy Giuliani, all over New York. He owns a ton of property that's worth a lot. And they're going to appoint somebody to look into all his property and figure out how this is going to happen. And he is appealing meantime. There's a lot of other news. Former President Trump has said that he is immune from prosecution for anything that he did when he was in office. So Trump has argued this because he's trying to just wriggle out of the January 6th insurrection trial. And that case has now gone to the Supreme Court. Jack Smith, special prosecutor, jumped over the appeals court and took it right to the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court is going to decide if the president is immune from prosecution for things that he does when he is president of the United States. We shall see. There's a lot going on with Trump and his legal battles, and I'm gonna to try to put that all in one podcast and share it with you hopefully this week. A lot going on. I'm Gloria Moraga, political woman. Please subscribe. Please follow me on TikTok. Please subscribe to me on YouTube posting more and more now have to start posting a lot just to share what's going on with this very critical election year. It's very important that we keep lines of communications open. Everything is about communication. Everything is about talking to each other and making sure we understand what's at stake and what's going on. I love you all so much for being there for me, for following me, for listening to these podcasts. Especially when I rant and rave. So I appreciate it. Please subscribe. Please follow me. And I want to share one personal note with you. (laughs) I had my heart broken this year, a couple of months ago, when I lost my my puppy, my dog, my beautiful Thor, my beautiful, beautiful, great boy. And I uh, lived dogless in my house for a couple of months and couldn't do it. I almost felt broken without a dog underfoot. So I have a new puppy, just got him and I've named him. Are you ready? I've named him Jack Smith. (laughs) Yes. Special Prosecutor Jack Smith. Now that's not his whole name, but I am naming him for Jack Smith because Jack Smith, is a hero. He's my hero. And my puppy, I call him Jack. Jack. When he does something bad, I call him Jack Smith. And he is my special prosecutor. (laughs) And I'm happy to have my dog, a dog, back in my house underfoot. I'm Gloria Moraga, political woman. Please subscribe. And most importantly, be safe.